Welcome to She's So Lovely, the podcast. This is our second podcast series called Creative Girls, featuring genuine go-getters who create, influence, and empower women around the world. Our mission at She's So Lovely is to connect women, create friendships, and collaborate through sharing our stories. On today's episode, you'll meet Manet Watson. She's the co-owner of Peach It!, and does small business social media consulting. She's a sharpshooter with an entrepreneurial spirit and a servant's heart. I cannot wait for you to hear what she has to say. So, um, my name's Benet and I... um, at this current time, I am the co-owner of Peachit. So Peachit is um, an online accessories and clothing brand. Um, so yeah, that's what I do at the moment. I also do some small business consulting, which includes um, which includes social media. So I kind of go in and help some small businesses with their planning, their day-to-day, and then also do their content for them. So yeah, at this current time, that's kind of what I do. And then I suppose that, yeah, lots is kind of um, mixed in with that as well. I live on the south coast of New South Wales. I live in Wollongong. Um, it's, oh, it's so nice. We, I, I grew up yeah we're probably like a five minute drive so I suppose that's close we feel pretty lucky um we but having grown up in the Sutherland Shire which is like Cronulla um my whole life it was kind of taboo to move anywhere out of the Shire so when my husband found the house down here it was a big 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 step but we've loved it it's a lot slower which is um great for this crazy brain that I have because it needs to be slowed right down. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And you've also owned a homeware retail store as we've we've talked about. Um, You are an entrepreneur, obviously. How, like, how did you just, how did you transition from homewares to accessories and clothing, first of all? And how did you kind of Obviously, you did the homewares with your mum, but how did you get the, what's the word, (laughs) to start something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Start something in the first place. Um, I think first and foremost, I have a no fear um, personality type maybe. I I don't grasp the concept a lot of doing something Uh, not doing something in case I fail. So I suppose that can really go for me, but it can also really go against me. So the homewares really came about and I actually own Peach It now with my mum too. So we naturally transitioned out of owning the homeware stores to Peach It. Um, But I would ask, I got married when I was 21 and I asked my husband every year from 21 until we opened the store when, when I was 25 is it good timing now? Can we do it? Cause obviously finance, everything plays a part. And if I would have to have it my way, I'm so instant that I'd be like, no, 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 come on, let's just do it. We'll figure it out later. And you know, he like reminds me that that's not how the world works, which is really great. Um, so once we decided that the timing could work financially, I suppose, 
doing it was no problem because I think that if we like constantly fill our heads with doubt, like what good does that do? Like wholeheartedly, what good does that do, especially for a creative brain? So I think I am just really big on trusting my own gut. Like I, it can be a little bit annoying sometimes and I'll have to learn the hard way when things, you know, that probably wasn't the best idea. But I think with the homewares, I just, we were in this tiny little spot in this random suburb that even people that lived, you know, in the Sutherland Shire didn't even really know about. And everyone said to me, I don't know if this is going to work, Monet, like you're in the middle of nowhere and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I think like good ideas, a really good heart of wanting to be in a community and work with the community and good content can just take you anywhere. Good content is just everything, everything. So I think that when it came to the homeware store, that was what we pushed first and foremost was the homewares. And so what happened was, um, by the time that Peach It came to be, we had had the homeware store for five years. Um, so in total, we had, by the time that we closed that door of the homeware store, we'd had it for nearly seven. Um, and Peach It was completely born out of desperation. So we were at this point of, we were so quiet. The market had really dropped temporarily, which we had never experienced where we were. We had kind of just... By no means were we like, you know, I wasn't going on a yacht for my holidays or anything like that, but we were, we were really, it was a profitable business. And so by the time that we hit this lull, I just kept going, well, what's in my hand? Every time I struggle with something and I'm like, I've got confusion. I'm like, well, what do I have in my hand? Rather than trying to create something new, what's in my lap right now. And what that was, um, I had been talking for six months straight about scrunchies. Scrunchies, you know, had just started to go crazy. Sports girl was just, I just noticed that not only were they, they not got, they weren't going on sale and being marked down. They were like new styles, new colors. So that was how Peach It was really born through the homeware store. So we originally didn't brand it Peach It. Um, we had it under our Darling 2 label for from our homeware store. And we really tested the waters for six months. And it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, so the first one, we, we bought in 50 scrunchies to begin with. And at that point I was like holy crap, like how am I going to shift 50 scrunchies? Like this is wild to me. Where and they went every day of the year. <laughs> so I bought all 50. No. Um, we, yeah, they sold out within like a week and a half and then we had to order 300 and then they just kept moving and moving. But what I think from that is that homeware store was my first love and I threw everything into it. When I look at it, I think, oh, my gosh, I was a baby when I started. And I tell you what, the the general public will really help you in growing because <laughs> they are brutal at times, you know. So I think more than anything, it's so important for people that if you're going to put yourself out there and you have a dream in your heart, like think about the timing wholeheartedly. Timing is so key and so perfect. But then, like, back yourself, like, trust yourself because really if you if you constantly look for validation from everybody else well what happens when they change their mind 
like, do you change your mind? So, yeah, that homeware store, I, I still miss it, but mm. it was the right timing for that, that door to close. I wanted to touch on firstly, like, the dynamic of you and your partner. Really cool that, yeah. like, I think obviously you guys work really well together in that you're like ideas, 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 and I want to do this. And when you do it, you make it happen, you know? Um, and then obviously he's also like, he, you know, a little bit realistic, a little bit like timing and that sort of thing. It reminds me, um, I mean, my partner, but it's swapped. <laughs> so he's, oh. yeah, he's the doer. And I'm like, yeah. oh, honey, I don't know about that or whatever. But yeah, it's like supporting each other in, um, in those times is kind of what we yeah. look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Really and you've got to have that balance of going, okay, like that's your opinion. And then knowing when to kind of push pull, but totally. I think it's actually so great when you're both opposite. Yeah. And then really so, annoying at other times. I know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, and then what you said about, yeah, having a, a good backbone, I guess, um, in that, you know, you won't take on everything that people say, but you are open to feedback and letting totally. that be. Mm. Yeah. I think there's a real fine line between, um, confidence and arrogance. And I think that, um, I will still ask for people's input because I crave collaboration. There's no doubt about that. I think that we're better together. Um, but, yeah, the second that you think that you are a know-it-all, then that's a dangerous place to be. <laughs> yeah, so with Shop Peach, it, I guess there is a real style about it. Like, you know, you go on there and you see your brand um, and you see that image. Is that who you are behind the scenes? Like, is Peach it kind of your style and that's kind of just shown on the surface or did you really try hard to make that brand what it is? Um, I feel like when it comes to creativity, it's organic. Like it's an, it, everything that is produced on Peacha is natural. Um, but I don't know if I'm as bright and fun and colorful as I, as the brand is, but what I found was that was what gave me the most joy when I'm looking through content, you know, a lot of people love that kind of natural whites, textures, and that's so beautiful. Um, and I like that sometimes, but for us as a brand, I wanted to attract our kind of thing was um, we wanted it to give joy to everybody that, that came across the brand. And to me, color is joy. So it kind of worked perfectly. Yeah, definitely. And I, mm. think, I think you are fun. <laughs> Thanks. You're looking very <laughs> colorful today. I know I can actually think that I put some color on for you. <laughs> right. I really think that, um, this is just personal note, just a little bit of encouragement to you, like texting and stuff, you know, you can only gauge so much of a person. Obviously I knew you were lovely, but meeting you now in person is so nice and really refreshing. And I think you should go on the stories more or video yourself more because I think people would really love it. Yeah, I think I do want to do it a little bit more. I think it's been so hectic the last kind of six months in particular. We had a lot of changes happen within the brand. Um, and so I think I'm still finding my natural groove with what that looks like. And because I have to model everything because I don't have a lot of friends down here, 
I'm like, oh, people just sick of seeing my face. So, (laughs) but I think like we've laughed about before, we need to just get in front of the camera. Yes. You know? (laughs) I know. know. Well, yeah, just a little bit of encouragement. I mean, I hate being on camera. (laughs) (laughs) But um, when I do, people love it for some reason. So, and I make all these funny mistakes this morning. I was like zooming in on my face accidentally. And anyway, (laughs) so blonde. Love it. (laughs) so good Um, yeah awesome so like with the isolation at the moment um Mm. how are you staying creative um if I'm really really honest it I wasn't at all um kind of the first two and a half weeks I had nothing nothing like I can't even tell you nothing so I had to write it out. If anything I've learned over the years is that if you try to force creativity when it's not there, I don't think you love what you produce anyway. There's very few times that you look back and go, yeah, that was, you know, I I really connected with that. So after about two and a half weeks, I had this random desire to paint. Now, lol, because I'm no painter. I'm creative (laughs) in other ways, but when a brush comes into my hand, ain't nothing good coming from that. But what it actually did was try through trying something new and stopping myself because painting's actually so therapeutic. Um, I had no idea. I think through that I would have thoughts. And so I found a tiny, tiny spark of creativity and then I just ran with that. And I think that that's been the, the big key during this isolation period is to not put pressure on yourself because I think we've all thought that, well, we've got all this time, so we should be producing 10 times more than what we normally are. Um, but no, I think the biggest thing is just that when you get that tiny bit of spark for something, just run with it with everything that you have and until it runs out and then just, yeah, it's like that wave. I've always said you've got to ride the wave, you know? I love that. Sometimes you're on and then sometimes you're not. So, so much easier said than done because in those down times, often not like we just crave to just want to produce. Um, The creativity, it's a hard one. If it's not flowing, it's not Mm. flowing. So, but yeah, painting. Yeah, everyone has answered this question differently, which is great. Like there's Ah. one answer. So I'm really looking forward to people listening and hearing like different ideas and yeah yeah that's awesome and it's good to know that you know you weren't feeling in the first two weeks you know and we're not perfect and we can't do stuff all the time um Mm. I think people often look at you know bigger brands or brands that are doing like are being successful and think oh like they've got it so easy you know oh for sure so much work behind the scenes so much work and I think the comparison is I I know that we all know this but the joy that it kills is wild like it just it's such an awful little beast that I think that we can't always combat it because if we're feeling low and we see that somebody else but you know they could have two days prior been having the worst day of their life and you just have no idea so no I think that grace is so important for ourselves during that time um of not feeling it so 
yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a, this isolation journey has just been so bizarre. (laughs) You know, I think we've all felt the feels in like so many different ways and it's just, it's been amazing to make us stop. Um, but it's also been really brutal at times. Yeah. So really mm, everyone's experiencing it in a different way and it's global. mm, That's right. Such a weird feeling. Um, yes. Awesome. Um, so how did you get into social media consulting? Is that from like owning your own business and being able to curate really good feed? (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, how it actually came to be was really putting myself out there to begin with. Um, we had a really good VIP customer of ours from the homeware store who I'd always kind of kept in contact with who had opened a gift and homeware store herself. And I don't know what came over me, but I just saw her one day and I said, Oh, just so you know, this is what I'm, I'm doing now. Like I'm doing some consulting on the side and she leapt at it. And so that has kind of, um, snowballed, I suppose, like picking up some clients, dropping them. It's all dependent on funds for those small businesses. And we know how hard that is. So there's been no pressure there, but yeah, I think it's basically just through connection and just reaching out. So I um, reached out to one of my clients and it was just, it's been awesome. I think that um, a big key for anybody who would be ever interested in doing some small business consulting um, on the social side um, is we all have our own style. Um, however, we need to make sure that we are working with our client. So we are mixing it with their thoughts and their ideas. It's got to be true collaboration. So, um, which I think that's like the true heart of creativity anyway, but yeah, it just came to be through that way. And it's been, it's been amazing actually. It's been really good because I think that anybody who goes through um, changes within their work, there's an adjustment. So with having owned the homeware stores, I was in front of the public all day. I was on my feet and doing a million things. Whereas when it came to peach it, it was actually a glorified office job. So I basically sat at my computer all day long, created content obviously throughout the day, but I wasn't customer facing. And I really realized that I missed that. So maybe that was my desperation of when I saw her of kind of leaping through the car and going, hi, me. (laughs) But um, thankfully it worked out. So, yeah. Too, because you've actually been there and you've gone from the start to the finish. It relates, you know, you're not trying to force anything. Totally. You're not trying to tell someone how to do something that, you know, maybe you've only studied. You've actually been there and done that. So totally totally yeah that's yeah. Awesome. um so with the creative side obviously you've got a lot of it <laughs> is your mum more the business side do you think or? yes yeah yeah 100% we we kind of um uh we both share the full load so we she's just not in front of the camera at all um So any decision we make for the business is made together. But when it comes to like making sure people are paid on time and all that really boring stuff, she's (laughs) great at looking after. (laughs) Um, And then, yes, I would be much more the creative. I think the way that we work it is 
<laughs> obviously I have self-appointed this, but I would be the CEO <laughs> and she would be like <laughs> the CFO and yeah. all these other things. So yeah, so naturally like I'll lead where we go, but we both put the work in, pack the orders, come up with ideas together. So I think it's so vital if you're going to go into business with anybody, let alone family or friends, you have to be so straight up honest and willing to hear the other person. I think there's always naturally got to be someone that wants to lead and then wants to be more submissive. And that can kind of change day to day, but you both have to be willing to do that. So I think that um, I, <laughs> I look, I probably would call myself a micromanager. I'm a bit crazy, um, but I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think that by the grace, you know, of God, my mum would actually, um, she can be a little bit more submissive, not in a putting her down way, but she naturally wants to be the person behind you like helping you, like lifting you up, which is she just gets you. She gets you totally. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, saying sorry at the end of every single day also really helps me <laughs> and my mental health. <laughs> um, you've launched clothing now, which is really cool. Yeah. I love all of those colours. P.S. I put an order in. I thought so. I was like, yeah. I've been meaning to do it for so long. And then Aww. I was like, I need this headband before it goes. So I can't wait to wear it. Yes. Um, and I've literally worn my scrunchie to death. Like that. Amazing. Pink one. I just love it. Um, yeah. What's I saying? Oh, what's your favorite product? Do you think you have Ooh. a favorite product? It changes week by week. With adding the clothing, it's taken on a completely different um business like when I say that we have weathered some serious changes in the last six months we have completely gone from being a wholesale customer um so our sorry our customer has been a wholesale um so stores so us stocking to them changing from that to predominantly direct to consumer which is where the clothing came into it so because the clothing is not our own brand at this stage there's some things in the works but um Yeah, so that kind of flipped our entire business on its head. And so with bringing the clothing on, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, We have... We for we were in a really really dry season for basically all of February. We we thought that peach it was done. We were like, we don't know if we're going to make it out of this. And I think that through kind of chilling out for a second and not being so ready to make decisions and just writing it out. Thankfully we stayed and we had talked about doing clothing for at least a year and we just felt that it wasn't the right timing because our wholesale customers may not be stoked about it. And through the wholesale business literally nearly drying up because of unfortunately the fires and everything that everyone has experienced, it gave us an opportunity to pivot and that's where clothing came into it. So that is a really long-winded answer to basically say the clothing changes all the time, which means my favourite piece changes all the time. Um, Yeah, I was like, what what did I ask you? I was like, just answer the question. Um, But this jumper, in all honesty, it's nobody can actually see me saying this, but Mm. it was called the Aurora jumper and it's in pink and we're trying to get it back in. 
Yeah. It's really fun. Again. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, changes all the time. Yeah, that's great. I think um yeah. you are someone who can somehow pull off every headband and earrings all at the same time. I don't know how. Mm. And lipstick. You, I'm like I mean you don't see the 150 takes beforehand, yeah. you know? So we get we get one good photo. <laughs> Um, I think we've already touched on it but you know during the coronavirus at the moment obviously some Mm. people have lost their jobs some businesses are really struggling um is there do you have some encouragement for those businesses anything that comes to mind um that's helped you along the way yeah I think that when you feel lost which I from so many friends that are in business, we're all feeling the same. Um, and I did touch on it before, but you have to go back to what's in your hand because that has carried me through every hard season within business and literally meaning that what, what is at your fingertips? If, if you have a photography business, what can you do with that? Create an e-course. What can you just go back to what you have rather than trying to create something brand new. And I think that in a season like this, that in all honesty, it's different day to day, week to week, like maybe just write out those thoughts that you have. And, and if you are getting sparks of joy or creativity or whatever it is, do anything you can. Cause I think that owning your own business in a time like this is absolutely mental. You do think one week it's all over and then something changes and your the whole business feels like it's a different business again. So I would just encourage people that it's okay to feel how you feel. You are dead set, not alone. I think sometimes if we just knew that we were not alone, everything would change. Um, you know, we all have our struggles. So I think go back to what's in your hand, believe that that thing will produce something good and just do something. Don't do, just don't do nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like keep moving, keep going. Mm. Like, so that's really, really good. There's so many things within that, but yeah, that would be the basics. <laughs> of no, what. Really, really good. It is, mm. you know, exactly what you said I'm not even gonna (laughs) but it's yeah I think honestly just knowing what has come out of peach it and the success that we've seen like with having had the homeware store for as long as what we did we could never like crack the online market even though we had this successful business and then you take the store away and peach it being born out of complete desperation And I feel like, look at what's it, what it's produced over time. You know, this is two years of hard work and we're still working so hard and nowhere near where we want to be. Um, But no one sees that behind the scenes. So if everyone's just putting one foot in front of the other, like you want to create your own dreams. You don't want to like live for someone else and what they think. And so we can all do it, you know? Amen. thanks so much for listening girls don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you'd like to you can connect with us on instagram and facebook but for now stay tuned for the next episode of creative girls